Hello and welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and M&A in Canada. My name is Mario Negro, and I'm a partner in the Private Equity and M&A group at Steichman Elliott. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Sebastian Kuchli. Sebastian is the Managing Director of Helia Capital. Sebastian, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Mario. Glad to be here. Sebastian, I always start by asking your guests to tell us a little bit about themselves and in your case, also a little bit about Helia Capital. So I'd love to start there. For sure. So as you probably know, Mario, I'm originally from Switzerland on the French speaking sides for the listeners who picked up on my accent. After graduating from business school, I joined a private banking group based in Geneva and worked in capital markets and asset management for about six years, holding a few roles, including co-heading the securities division. After the bank went public, I transitioned to a newly formed family office, initially as director of investments and then managing director, overseeing their private equity and investment arm. And for close to 10 years, I led the multiple mid-market private equity investments and M&A transactions in both Europe and North America and across a broad range of industries. About seven years ago, I moved to Canada with my wife and kids. My wife is originally from Toronto, so that was one of the reasons, but not the only one. Canada, especially Toronto, provided significantly more opportunities in my field of work compared to what Switzerland has to offer. And that was the main deciding factor. So we moved to Toronto in late 2016, and I joined Helia Capital in 2017. Sebastian, Helia Capital is you know active in the marketplace. Probably a lot of people don't know a lot about what it does, but you're everywhere. You guys are very active. It'd be great to learn a little bit more about Helia and what it's trying to do and its thesis. Yeah, for sure. Helia Capital is a patient capital partner that supports small and medium-sized businesses in the transition from entrepreneurial to professionally managed organizations. It was started by our CEO, Lee Piccoli, in 2017. We were initially operating under the name Fusion Ventures, but we rebranded to Helia Capital in late 2021. Lee Piccoli has also founded Fusion Homes back in 1999 and is still running it as a CEO. And Fusion Home is a large volume developer of low and high rise residential homes. Fusion has built thousands of homes across Southwestern Ontario and received multiple awards in various domains, including Best Employer, one of the fastest growing companies in Canada, as well as many awards for exceptional levels of customer satisfaction. Helia Capital is embedded within Fusion Homes. You can see it as the classic embedded family office structure, which enables us to leverage all the resources, capabilities, and network of a large organization such as the Fusion Group. And at the same time, we can realize a lot of cross-business synergy. At Helia, we're committed to partnering with purpose-driven businesses. We provide patient capital and support their transformation into well-established growth platforms. I often get the question, what's a purpose-driven company? And it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. For us, a purpose-driven company is an organization that operates with a meaningful purpose beyond just making profits. It has a clear mission and core values that guide its action, decision-making, and strategic direction. These companies actively seek to create a positive impact on various stakeholders, including employees, customers, communities, and the environment, or any specific cause that aligns with their values. We believe purpose-driven companies are not only the futures, but in the right way to do business. There is also a lot of research suggesting that these businesses are more successful in many areas, employee engagement, customer loyalty, and stakeholder collaboration, among others. So purpose-driven companies can also be very profitable and generate high returns for investors. Yeah, a lot of our guests may be interested in knowing a bit about the type of investments and the size and the character. Like, I know we've talked about this, you do minority. You do majority. How low is the check size? What's the sweet spot for the kind of type of investments you're looking for? 
So we can do, yes, minority investment, majority investments, full buyouts. Usually we target companies doing between 1 and 10 million in EBITDA or at least 10 million in revenue. Our sweet spot would be 3 to 6, but we are very flexible. When we invest as a minority shareholder, it's always what we call influential minority equity. And here we can invest between 10, 5 and 15 million per deal. If we come in as a majority investor, we can write a much bigger checks. I think you already brought it up earlier. One of the things that's unique about Hilly is the nature of some of the kind of investments they make. You have some great stories about some of these investments that are private equity focused, but they're unique. Maybe I'll let you talk a little bit about some of the actual investments that you have to showcase some of the uniqueness. So we seek to invest in companies that align with our core values. For instance, we value and believe in the importance of quality education for every child. That's the reason we partnered with Child Ventures Early Learning Academy in 2019. We actually work with you and your team on this transaction, if you remember, Mario. Child Venture is a chain of premium daycares in Toronto and the GTA. It was founded in 2002, and since then, Child Ventures has developed an unmatched reputation within the childcare industry. As a leader in child development, they offer unique early childhood education programs with a focus on the adventures in learning, helping children see the exciting possibilities of the world around them as they grow and experience life. When we invested in Child Ventures, our decision was driven by two factors, their exceptional team and their alignment with our shared values and aspirations. The Child Venture teams fully embodied the mission behind the company and was dedicated to the purpose of improving education for all children with passion and integrity. So that's one of our portfolio company. Another one is called Pen Power Restaurant Group. Pen Power is a chain of land-based fast food restaurants headquartered in San Diego, California, with 11 locations. The company was founded in 2015, and it brings the future of fast food to the present through sustainable practices and 100% plant-based food. We partnered with Plant Power in 2021, and this was a unique deal as we worked on it in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, with all the travel restrictions and other measures in place. So we couldn't fly to California to meet with the management team, visit the restaurant, and try the food, which is quite important when you invest in a food company. Also, they couldn't come to Canada. The border was closed. But we found creative ways to deal with the situation and we were able to complete our due diligence and close on this transaction. Also, we realized quite rapidly that Land Power was actually exactly what we were looking for, a true purpose-driven company willing to make a meaningful difference in the world. And their burgers were actually delicious, but we had to wait about one year post-closing to try them. Our last portfolio company, the Spring Mill Distillery, it's a manufacturer of a premium spirit breading from a very old vintage property in Well, Ontario. Uh, it was founded by John Sleeman in 2017 to continue his family's legacy and was formed through a strategic partnership with Helia Capital and Fusion Homes at the outset of the project. And with Fusion Homes, these are our four portfolio companies today. I know you're out there, Sebastian, you're like City Pulse, you're everywhere. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the kind of activity you're seeing out there now, what you're working on. You know, a little bit about also, I mean, these are unique businesses. Where do you find these businesses? I don't want you to disclose your secret sauce, but if you could tell us a little bit about your recent activity and what you're working on. Yeah. So over the past year, we've been mostly focused on growing our portfolio companies, working alongside the management teams to drive operational efficiencies and organic growth opportunities. Recently, we've been quite busy looking at and working on other opportunities, whether it's add-ons within our portfolio or potential new platform companies with good prospects of closing another deal later this year. In terms of where we find opportunities, so we have a very good network that has been built up over time. Thanks to you, Mario, by the way, you've made a lot of valuable introductions over the year. That's what you're famous for. Also, we've been very active in talking to all the key players in the mid-market space. 
attending many conferences, networking events, and making sure these key players are aware of who we are, what we focus on, and what our value proposition is. And then the deal flow comes naturally, I would say, and more and more curated over time. We also have a lot of entrepreneurs and businesses reaching out to us directly to start a conversation, which is ultimately what we aim for. Sebastian, you know, it's super competitive out there for the kind of deals you're looking for on multiple fronts. The nature of the business you're looking for is a differentiator for Helios. So that's the prime factor. That's a values proposition for you. It's important to you. What other factors out there differentiate you and Helio from a crowded market, particularly in that deal size? So we believe what sets us apart is our patient capital approach and our ability to invest with a long-term horizon, flexibility, and align our interests with those of our partners. Helio Capital is fully funded internally. We're not structured as a fund and we don't have any LPs or external investors. Therefore, we are not bound by the traditional private equity limitations, and we can focus on long-term value creation instead of short-term gains. This approach creates far more aligned relationship with entrepreneurs. We also have the flexibility to invest as the minority shareholders, as you mentioned. We understand that entrepreneurs who have built their businesses from the ground up often have a strong vision for their company and may be reluctant to give up control to external investors who may have different priorities. So our flexible investment approach allows us to provide influential minority equity while ensuring that entrepreneurs and management teams retain significant ownership. We really view each investment as a true partnership with founders and management teams. Also, our value proposition lies in our expertise in managing the transition from an entrepreneurial venture to a property manager organization. Our team understands the challenges and opportunities associated with this transition and can provide unique insights and support in finance, marketing, HR, governance, and other key business functions. We're actually very excited about our value proposition, and every time we talk with entrepreneurs, we feel more confident in it. Having a team experience in the very thing we are advising on, paired with a patient capsule approach, and in alignment with the company's purpose, means we can generally be there for each of our partners. Sebastian, you've been a market participant for many years now. You know, it's funny, when I remember when you started, we didn't have many family offices. In the last few years, we've really been seeing a growth in them, you know, variants of it. Are you seeing more and more people like you out there in the marketplace? And what I mean by you, meaning that kind of family office model, is that something you're finding in your work on the ground more and more? Or when you started with you, it was a unique participant in our marketplace. I mean, you're still unique in what you're doing, but do you find more and more family offices out there? What's your perspective on the family office, the growth of the space and the participants in the marketplace? Yes, there are more and more family offices out there. There's been so much wealth creation in Canada that those family offices are popping up and we see them participating in the auction processes. They're going to conferences. We look at the same opportunities and that's something we noticed over the past five years. But you know, for a family office, they're all different. They have the same name, but they're all different. We're structured as a family office, but it's because we are integrated with a much larger organization. That's a big advantage for us. We can leverage a lot of resources that some maybe smaller family offices don't have access to. Sebastian, I always ask my guests to tell us a little about where they see the market at and where it's going. I know you're actively looking for deals. You're actively out there. What's your sense of the market? Wanted to ask you the crystal ball question. Where do you think this market's at and where do you think it's going? Of course, I say that now with interest rates just having gone up again, but want to get your perspective on what you're seeing on the ground as you look for deals in this market. Yeah, so it's still a challenging market. Earlier this year, a lot of people thought interest rates had peaked, yet we had two additional hikes over the last five weeks. 
and there could be more coming or not. It's hard to predict, but we're likely to face an extended period of high interest rate, and this will have an impact on many levels. My personal view is that things will remain challenging over the next 12 to 18 months with a lot of tail risks hovering over the markets and the economy. And at Helia, we're taking this risk into consideration when making any investment decision. So we remain cautious, especially on valuations, deal structures, and some industries that could be more impacted by worsening economic conditions. That said, for good businesses with great management teams, we're also willing to take more risks. We have a long-term approach, so even if things remain challenging in the short run, in the medium to long run, good businesses will still do well. And that's how we look at it. It's the benefit of having patient capital. We can, to some extent, remove time as a constraint. Can I ask you, Sebastian, have you changed at all the nature of the companies you're looking for, what you're looking for in the numbers? Has anything changed given the market, given the interest rate increases, given your long-term holding? Are you looking for anything different in this type of environment than you were a couple of years ago or focusing differently? I would say we're doubling down on our core industries, the childcare industry. We see a lot of opportunities in that space. I'm sure you know, but the provincial and federal governments, they're implementing a new program called SeaWelk with the goal of making childcare more affordable and increasing access to quality childcare programs. And we believe this will likely be disruptive to the childcare industry and like any disruption, create a lot of opportunities in this space, which may arise through consolidation or the emergence of the new business models. Another sector, we still see a lot of opportunities in the plant-based space, despite mixed investor appetite for the sector at the moment. We still believe plant-based food is poised to become the future and trigger the most significant food revolution we are likely to witness due to several reasons, the main one being the environment. Feeding a growing world population using animal agriculture as one of the main contributors is just not sustainable. We'll need alternatives that reduce the strain on the natural resources. If we look at opportunities from a broader lens, it's getting harder and harder for businesses to raise capital. We all know that. The investing community has shifted its mindset and it is no longer looking for growth at all costs. And instead, they want to see a clear and short roadmap to profitability. This is the new reality, even for the good businesses out there. So it's not easy to raise money. And from our standpoint, we see it as an opportunity to engage with great businesses that until a couple of years ago might have been out of our reach. We believe our value proposition resonates even more strongly in the current market environment. Are you seeing a lot of deal flow still, Sebastian? Are you seeing a lot of activity out there in terms of opportunities, people coming to market, or are you seeing a bit of a pullback? I want to guess that's from you on the type and the volume of opportunities you're seeing. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of deal flow. And I think the deal activity shouldn't be too impacted, in my opinion. There's still a lot of dry powder out there, and this capital needs to be deployed. Also, this choppy environment might probably keep weighing on valuations and offer more flexible deal structures, which would incentivize buyers and capital providers like us to deploy even more capital. So you should be fine, Mario. You'll be busy. <laughs> well, Sebastian, I wanted to thank you for joining us. It's always great to get a family office perspective, particularly one like yours that has a kind of unique value proposition and a unique look at investing. And so appreciate your perspective, appreciate your role in the marketplace. You're out there every day. I see you out there working for deals. And thank you for taking the time to join us and to share your perspective and Helia's vision. Thanks, Mario. It was a pleasure to be here. <laughs>